Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast. It is Monday, November 21st. In this episode, it's all about the World Cup. It's all about the USA. It's all about England and not that much about the Netherlands and Senegal. But Mike, you're back. Tell us how you felt. We're going to start with the USA. It's only three games. Tell us about the USA. Oh, I still get shivers down my spine. If you're watching this uh, live, uh, you can see my stupid hat and my stupid scarf. I am back crazy, uh, jingoistic, and xenophobic. Mike is out of his cage. Uh, and man, did I – I woke up today like a completely – like I rose from the phoenix of just uh, all the ashes of, of nonsense and shitty U.S. men's national team years. And it was yeah. back to the heyday. I was I was excited. It was a kid on Christmas morning feeling. Um, I woke up knowing that England was going to beat the piss out of Iran. So I got to kind they of enjoy that good. <laughs> as a, as a um, kind of a, an appetizer, if you will. Um, really and I good. knew that we had a, a winnable game against a Welsh team, which if you listened last episode, you know that I did not have a lot of optimism. No, um, but I did say that it would be a one, one draw. So um, did you, I don't remember. I, did. I, I don't remember if I said it on the show, but I said it to a bunch of people anyway, point being, um, you know, I, I, all of the pessimism I felt going into this, uh, I really started to think more and more about it. And, and I, and again, all the, the, the nationalistic pride took over. Uh, and I was, whether win or lose, I was just excited to have my boys be in the world cup again. So it was, um, it was everything I asked for and more, uh, at the end of the day, it felt, um, very familiar, uh, kind of like a Tottenham match. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Where do you want to start? You want to just, you want to bang out England around and then get to the, no, no, match? no, let's go. Let's do us. I don't think that way is good. I think that what I saw from the U S especially the first half was the best I'd seen the U S play in a long time. Very I thought time. they were fantastic. I thought Wales were really passive and they played with the three fast guys, not your boy Kiefer Moore uh, on there. You know, Pulisic was really good. Wea was really good. I think that, those those pieces were good. Tim Ream and I think Zimmerman, even though later on in the game he is culpable, gives up the penalty. Everything about the U.S. performance in the first half was fantastic. The only mm-hmm. downside was I thought the referee, and this wasn't bad. I thought he was fairly consistent. He gave up cards really early. Dest picked one up one, yeah. and McKinney picked up one early. So the game got was physical, and I think that there was an attempt – by both teams to get each other in trouble. So there was a little bit of edginess. This game was intense. And I think one of the things I forgot about was having watched the Premier League and we kind of take it for granted and we kind of wait till later stages is World Cup games are fucking intense. <laughs> well, there's just so much, there's so much riding on every goal, right? Even yeah, if everything even to go back to England for a second, like intense. The when when Iran scored to make it four to one and then six to two late, the refrain was, "Does that potentially matter?" Almost definitely not. But the, the every single goal matters in a three game um, yeah. uh, series, if you will, where where goal difference is the tiebreaker, right? And so, what was weird though, like watching Senegal and and the Netherlands, that was that didn't have intensity. This Wales USA game had intensity. I think that they were relatively evenly matched. But what I didn't realize as I was watching it was the U.S. is really much more talented than than Wales. Wales players yeah. were losing the ball. Bale in the first half, he was ineffectual. But anytime he got a touch, he lost it. His passes went away. Well, Guys you'd expect they, to be yeah. good were, were bad. Like Aaron Ramsey just passed balls out of play. I thought, you know, uh, Harry Wilson. And these are the players that Wales needs to be good. They were poor. I don't even think, I don't even think Daniel James touched the ball. 
No, I, I don't. He probably had a handful of touches. James was invisible. Bale, you could tell, had a hornet's nest around him every time he got close to the ball. Uh, Wilson, I thought, was fine. Ramsey was eh, right? But, yeah, I mean, um, it more it was a tale of two halves, and it was more about what the U.S. was doing in the first half than yeah. what Wales wasn't doing. It, did, it didn't feel like... It didn't feel like Wales was intentionally playing a counterattacking style. It felt like the U.S. was forcing them into it. Maybe a little bit of both. But, but the um, pace, the ball was popping. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit, what? This is like a really shitty version of City, Spur, Arsenal that you could see the patterns. I was like, right. oh, this looks familiar. The, the, mm-hmm. They're playing the two eights up high. It was nice. Adams was sitting deep. Musa was there with everything looked great. And I was like, holy shit, what version of... The U.S. is this, and the goal that came was legit, especially early on. Yeah. The U.S. had a really good chance early on with a with an almost own goal that From that Joe Sergeant Rodon, created. Who looked terrible. He looked that so Sergeant bad. created. Not he was very much a shit Danny Welbeck, where he makes all the runs. He's big and strong, but when he's on the end of something, you're just like Sergeant. You're a ginger. I don't know how you score goals. They need to get like knocked in off your arm or whatever. Yeah. But second half was different. The coach for um for Wales recognized that this was a shithouse game, recognized that the US had put a lot of effort in, and recognized we're fucking cold country, we're Wales, we're gonna kick the shit out of these five foot seven, hundred and thirty pound players, and we're gonna put our battering ram on and and Kiefer Moore completely changed this game. <laughs> yeah. So I think he did, but I also think that Burhalter, we talked about it in our WhatsApp group today. By the way, WhatsApp finished. Oh, so much fun. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> uh, we'll put a link in the episode um, yeah. description. It's already guys, there, my friend. It's, it's already, so oh, fun. I, I it's put so it in fun. and I took it out. We, you can get the link to the WhatsApp group from the Facebook group because if we make it public, Nobody's, we get crypto and whores. Uh, what? Uh, anyway. Um, or crypto so, whores. Crypto whores. Uh, yeah, I think that um, I think that Burhalter flinched and the team took that. Uh, personified that in the second half a bit, right? But again, it's the same way that in the first half that Wales didn't necessarily need or want to play on the on the back foot, but yeah. the U.S. made them. Wales was like, and they the, the, the stat was ad nauseum, and you're going to hear it in every first group game now, is the team who loses the first game is 27% chance. Of, we get it, dude. It's a three-fucking-game tournament. Like, yeah, no, that makes sense, right? <laughs> so, um, you know... That was being bludgeoned into everybody, I think. And um, it just was a way where Wales was like, no, 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 we have to go grab this game now, back at some point. Uh, and, and yeah, to your point, I didn't think that James was effective at all. I forgot about Brennan Johnson from Nor- Nottingham Forest. He came he on late, really he made good. a difference. Yeah. He was really good. He yeah. could have had it. He had a shot on goal. He could have had a chance to, to pop one in. Well, I mean, um, Wales are, I think these teams are evenly matched. The US is probably better technically. But like I said, I could hear that song. I could hear the Wales fans singing that freaking crazy yeah. Welsh song. In an old You're like, holy shit, they're there. Well, you know, and I said it on the preview, right? Like, Gareth Bell is the best player in the game. But I think on, on but average. Didn't do shit. No, no, but on average, I think the U.S. to a man ha- has more quality overall the, the, the first 11. And, right? and played brave, especially. Like, yeah. for, for the youngest team in the tournament, 25 years old on average. Yeah, with a thirty-five-year-old center back. By the way, as much as I don't rate Zimmerman, Zimmerman and Reem, aside from the penalty, they were, were fucking good. incredible. <laughs> like they were really, good really, really good. Yeah. Um. But so uh, speaking of Zimmerman, um, 
Uh, and I don't want to slag him for the penalty too much, but it's not necessarily just to him. Um, it's speaking to the depth of the U.S. team because it's halfway through the second half. Um, a friend of mine goes, well, you know, I feel like for whatever reason at the World Cup, the U.S. team is always just like a step slower or not reactive enough. I go, yeah, because until today, everybody was from MLS, right? You had <laughs> yeah. one or two guys. Yeah. But so this is this is the deviation where – and I was explaining to somebody earlier this morning where like, you know, we used to have one or two pretty good players and a bunch of MLS guys. And it's like, all these guys are legit. They're good. All of these guys are not just, they're not just in Europe. They're not just playing for like, you know, shit teams in the Dutch league anymore. They're playing for Barcelona and Juventus and they just got bought by Arsenal and, uh, and Chelsea. Right. And so, and PSG. So, so these are brand name teams. Uh, and and those, these players hold their own. I'm not telling you, the listener, anything you don't know. But the problem and I by still the, by find. The way, one, one piece yeah. I want to second half the strength of the strength of um of um I didn't like the subs by the way at seven. Well, so that's what I'm getting at is that yeah. so the the depth of the U S team, Kellen Acosta, you know, uh, he's Jeffrey good. Yedlin, I fine, but like, but so the depth is still very much an MLS quality squad. Right, but um, but but Yedlin, yeah, Yedlin and, and Acosta Yedlin's, are, but Acosta is good. But Haji Wright, by the way, when he came on, I, he didn't he, he affect the difference. game. I loved Aronson. I love Aronson. Of course, I, he's well, fantastic. So he makes me crazy when he gets on the ball. I'm just like, I love this boy. Please I don't know. Continue. <laughs> I don't know if you um you saw any of the post game, but I uh, oh, I, I was. They said the one thing I was screaming at my television pretty much the entire second half. Where is Gio Reyna? He was um, hurt. <laughs> so okay fine but he was on the bench so yeah. if, if he's good enough to go for 30 you know um yeah is he yeah i wanted aronson on i want but but to bring on um jordan morris chasing a goal i hated who's it's jones right what was it was it what's the first name the old american midfielder with the german jones yeah. yeah when he said blasting Jordan Morris that he didn't want to go to Europe because he missed his dog and wanted to be home. I've lost respect for Jordan Morris forever. Look, that means you don't want to be the best player you can be. Correct. And by yeah. being that player, I don't want you on my team. Right. Ever. Yeah, no, God bless you. Have a great career in Seattle and I don't give a shit about you. But but to and be so our, our... his dad was the fucking doctor for the team. Like I know. So, so, but so to have him come off the bench was just disappointing knowing that Reyna was there as our last sub. Um, even Shaquille Moore, I would have taken, you know, so Christian Roldan, like there, there was, there was players that could have affected the game more than him. Herrera, give me the Latino who wants to go yeah. to a goddamn wall. And I don't yeah. mean one built by Donald Trump. I mean the, the wall of, of fight. <laughs> well, potentially both, but yeah, it uh, it was it was both walls it was, under the wall, over the wall. I How felt like Greg Berhalter let us down today. I don't yeah. know that. Um, I don't know that I ever had a really strong feeling against him. I know you you're not a fan. I'm not I, a um, fan, but I didn't. I uh, Manny was just killing him. He he kills Berhalter. He's sort of a negative, miserable bastard Liverpool fan, of course. <laughs> uh, That's why I like him. Yeah, uh, but 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 I didn't. I didn't feel like Burholter blew this. I mean, I listened to Herc and Seb from ESPN, who are funny because they get so mad, which is fantastic. Um, but Herc was killing Burholter, and for once, Seb was like, "I don't know, like what? What was he supposed to do? Just so, say okay. keep going attacking? Like they had already run their race, they had the cards. McKinney's leg was already falling off. He had well, to that's come the other off. Destin and, McKinney and they, had been and, hurt, and they just didn't." Like they had a goal, they were sitting back. Reem and Zimmerman had everything buttoned up, 
and the goal came from something stupid. Like yeah. Zimmerman might not do that for 50 games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and and if you're right, to your point, if that penalty isn't given and the U.S. Then it's a fantastic game, performance. Nobody's talking anything about uh, – about yeah, Berhalter. About Berhalter. In fact, they'll say, oh, he did a great job managing minutes. He brought on a checking line in 74. Do you know what I mean? Like, the teams, the, the players stopped fighting. The, you know, oh, Berhalter's got to really get into them to make them keep attacking. And I thought he was. You could see him being like, come out, come out, come out. Go, yeah. go, go. But, okay, and, and to that point, and I'm not going to lay blame at any of the players on the field. It's a fine draw. By the Christian way. Pulisic had an unbelievable assist for the goal. It was great. The but finish was there. You showed twice uh, in two two specific instances, um, and it was both Pulisic. But um, it was early in the first half. A number of players. Dest was one of them. Pulisic was one of them. Really jawing at the referee. Now Too listen. Much. Whether they're right or wrong, I think that I think that they had a legitimate case. I think that they were soft yellows. Just I think don't. they were too early in the game. And I don't think they were consistent enough on Wales either. But even taking that aside, you're in the World Cup. You're playing Wales. You're not playing the referee. You're playing Wales. Every second that you take to worry about what that idiot ref is doing and what he's fucking you over and what all that stuff is a second you're not worrying about your assignment. Right? And so way, enough. Enough. A great with that. point. Pulisic got in the ref's ear to tell him to calm down. Yes. Did you see that? He was like, yes. dude, you can't be giving out all these yellows. This is the World Cup. Take it easy, Papa. Take yeah. it easy. Yeah. So, I mean, implications, I want to get to England because I, we don't, we don't, we're, we're sort of pressed for time. Well, real quick. And then the other yeah, last thing was, you know, they, they, they were starting to break down and Pulisic again was, was, was down in the second half a number of times. He was getting the shit kicked out of him. I understand he's a petite he little fella. shit kicked but, out of him. But to sit there on the ground, it, it gave me Chuck Knobloch vibes. Like, get right? up. Because, get up. Dude, we're down. We're up a goal. We're defending like like our life depends on it. And you're <laughs> sitting in the attacking half on your ass just bitching about the, like the, how they're not going to kick the ball out. Go kick the fucking ball out then. Dude, like, like that's <laughs> well, the thing. Was, that, like, I mean, I guess the, 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 the retort would have been, hey, they did it for Wales. No, no. But Stop. But stop. Don't – this is how you know you are a middle-class kid from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Just <laughs> – because the kid from Brazil goes, fuck him. I'm going to get up and go fuck him back, right? Like th- go get it. Go be tough. That's the thing that this U.S. team showed me it doesn't have with the exception, of course, of number four, Tyler Adams, who was a legend. Cattle- <laughs> he was a Cadillac in midfield today. I love he him. was I fucking- unbelievable. He was unbelievable. He's such a, he's, he saved so many attacks where he just – Came in, just swallowed it up, just swallowed it up, and so I mean, yeah, he uh, he was the calming presence in the group. He was able to, you know, when McKinney got that yellow early, you knew his day was going to be short. When Enos Musa was getting hurt, he was the constant. He was what he reminded me of, like Sharundalo going back, yeah. right? Like just everybody, just a calming presence. The other thing that I that I did worry about for the midfield when Wales started bypassing the midfield, they didn't. Except for Adams, they didn't find a way to affect the game. They just got the ball kicked over them, and they were like, "I guess we're out of the play." You're like, "No, dude, you, you yeah. gotta go yes. back. Yeah, you've yeah. got to go kick someone, go fight, yeah. go do something." You know, and and I, I thought it was ultimately at the end of the day, it's disappointing. But both teams will be disappointed. Both teams will feel like they didn't play a full game. They kind of were evenly matched, and we move on. We have a fifty-nine well, percent chance so. I think of, Wales of getting feels through. Like they have new life. 
because I think Wales is going to take on Iran next. They're going to win that game. And all likelihood, U.S. loses to, to England. We go into the final day, and I understand that it doesn't matter that much because then the U.S. will get their shot at Iran, so fine. But we're going to go into that final day. All things likely, uh, Wales Needing on Needing to score four. goals, yeah. Needing to score goals, but Wales on four, U.S. on one, right? I don't, so, I don't think Wales is particularly better than Iran. Iran's good. Iran, they got killed. Iran, Iran, well, they got steamrolled by the best team in the group, as we said. But, <laughs> but uh, Iran can score goals. You're right, and I and I do think that there will be an interesting. What do they do? I put that in the WhatsApp group. I don't think anybody got back to me yet. But like, what does what does Wales do? Because they they they're probably going to need to score, like you said, a few goals against Iran. Because what is it's likely to come down to the goal difference against England and, and Iran. Somebody on the preview might have said that. Um, and so, uh, you know, what happens? What do you do? Do you take uh, James off? Do you start with Brennan, Brennan Johnson? Um, do you have Kiefer Morin for 90 minutes? Or do you try to use him in a similar way you used him today? I don't know um, the answer but, but, to that. They have but, to figure but it also, out. But also, if you go too far forward, do you get – Iran bit uh, England in the ass twice when they switched off. So if every goal truly matters, if you give one up, you have to score two. So yeah, it I'm gets curious. A little Champions the, League. They've got an interesting conundrum in their hands. It's whereas, gonna, it's gonna know, be tough. Yeah. Whereas the U.S., uh, when I watched the the thing that I took away from the England game today was it was waves of enemies for for Iran. Poor Iran, right? It was it was an onslaught in the beginning, and then um, just when you know you're like, okay, fine, <sighs> Sock is going off, and Sterling's going off, and here comes Phil Foden and Jack Grealish. Right, Mason Mount's going off, but yeah. here comes uh, Callum Wilson came on for Harry Kane. Right, so like, so so in that moment where if you put the U.S. in that spot, regardless of the score, we can't. If hang. it's one, if it's one nothing, we, what I saw today, we can't hang with no. with the regular England side, which will wear you down over ninety minutes. Yeah. But if you have fresh reinforcements, Phil Foden coming off the bench, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Yeah, are you fucking yeah, kidding I, me? And the, yeah. the one last thing on this game is that you know U.S. is walking away with, I believe, three, maybe more. Um, four yellow cards because Kellen Acosta got one at the end. Uh, he to stop it. Bale from that shot. He needed that. That was brilliant. I mean, if, um, if Bale has scored, it, he would have been an all-time legend. There's three yellow cards, and and I was getting a little cheeky when we were up one nil, and I said McKinney and Dest at the end of the England game, just hack somebody and get a yellow card. So the, you missed the Iran game, not the round of sixteen <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, well, yeah. now now you're gonna have to gonna play all it. your swinging dicks against yeah. England. So I don't know. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna pick up a second yellow card yeah. and miss the Iran game. Yeah. And it's just – it's unfortunate, but this is going yeah. to happen now. So, so, we, so there's we, a lot we, of layers to this so, after just one game. Yeah. So we go to England. And I, I'm, we're not probably not going to get to Netherlands, Senegal no, just because it's okay. no time for that. Netherlands the won 2 They don't have Mane. Anyway, anyway on to the, the next. The England game was interesting because I think there's a new dynamic. I think the one – the first thing is they did not play five at the back, which yep. was nice. So England had the two midfielders in Rice and Bellingham. And Bellingham just is dynamic. He's a different gravy. He can get that transition from attack to defense was fantastic. Stones, Maguire, Shaw, Trippier were the back line. Which was was Maguire like, good? He was good. He, he made the line-breaking pass for the first goal, which yeah. was really, really nice. He could always do that. He just yeah. doesn't. Uh, and then the header down to Saka's goal was him as well. So mm-hmm. he was good. He contributed on offense. But if you look at the goal that Iran scored, he steps up too far and the guy runs into the space behind him. Yeah. So he does – I mean, was he expecting Stones to come behind him? I don't know. It looked 
the movement was a little bit weird. Their line got disjointed. So could he? Could you argue that he made a mistake on the goal? Sure, but he was fine. Um, but England were dynamic. Your boy Kane playing in the number ten role, frankly, yeah, uh, was well, okay. was, was dynamite. Sterling, he and Sterling. Yeah. There was Raheem Sterling reprising the role of Hyun Min Son, right? Like yes, it was exactly. basically Kane dropping deep. Sterling, I said it to my wife when we were watching it, where they had that one-two where Sterling went down and then inevitably fucked the chance up, but uh, at the top of the box. But it was one of those where he just pings the ball into Kane right at the halfway line. The the defender on the right takes one step in, and Sterling is gone, right? And so that's exactly what Sonny and Kane yeah. do, literally three times a game. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, Kane didn't get a shot on goal. Uh, I, as I said in the WhatsApp group, I had him for three shots and a goal, uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that went tits up pretty early, but, but he had two assists and he, frankly, he set up the third goal. Uh, I think one yeah. of the, one of them too. So, I mean, it was, was a good, it was a good team performance. It's the kind of yeah. thing that England fans are like, whew, thank God, because they had had a poor run and maybe this now the narrative shifts into, oh, those games didn't matter. We are a big enough team that now we are, we just needed the the juice and the blood of the of this game to really be the thing right so so that happens yeah. so, the, the to be fair to iran the goals they gave up were really really good like really classy like bellingham's header was really good Saka's was goals. fantastic raheem can, couldn't do that goal a hundred times in a row <laughs> I couldn't Sockets do it five was good. Rashford, Rashford's was easier and Grealish's were easier. Those were like leggy goals. But the expected goals was 2.1, even though, you know, England scored six. So you could get a sense of just like, yeah, they scored six, but they were really good finishes that yeah. Iran can be like, oh, okay, they 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 didn't play as bad as a six-goal game. No, they didn't. But, they didn't. you know, that you 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 know, it sounds ridiculous to say that, but that's really where you are. England dominated this game. They get to go and feel good and have the it's coming home thing and feel like they're in good shape. The Wales game becomes a blood feud. Can they, will they raise their levels? If Wales play the way they played against the U.S., England will smash them to pieces. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, so this game is 3 nothing at half. If if Wales put in that effort we saw today, it'll also be 3 nothing at half, which I would love. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they're going to come out with more juice against against the English. Um, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't. How I still don't Friday. trust the English defense. In that, you know, it's it's Maguire, it's Stones, it's Trippier and Shaw. Stones and Maguire are just they're two betas ultimately in defense. You don't mm-hmm. get the sense mm-hmm. that one of them is going to yell at the other one and take charge. Now, granted, they're at the level of like the highest levels of betas, right? They're just not nobody's Vincent Company. There's no John Terry. There's no there's nobody there who's who's a real leader, even though Maguire is Dyke. the captain of yeah. Man United, which is ridiculous. He, he should never well, have been. I mean, that's a that's a different thing. But yeah, there's but there's, there's not no, even like, like uh, if Jordan uh, there's no Jordan Henderson in the group, right? Even though he's on the team. Yeah. Or yeah. Connor Cody. These are talkers, these are leaders. Between Stones and Maguire, they're both kind of like they know each other, but they're passive. They're not gonna get in someone's face. When things, yeah. when things are frenetic, when things are in the shit, and and it goes out for a corner kick, and you have to defend it, and somebody goes, "You over there, over there." What that allows is just whew, everybody else who is the beta then goes, "Right, okay, shit." That's I mean, I they do do it, it but I don't that, think that, they're that, like that super. Like I think Ty yeah, is but, doing and and McKinney do that did that all game. They yeah. really fought. For, now we're we're nitpicking on a great England performance, but 
of course. The question I have for the U.S. against McGuire and Stones is, can they hurt them? Like, their weaknesses are there, but does the U.S. have the talent in attack to make those weaknesses show up? I'll tell you what, Josh Sargent and fucking Jordan Morris don't. No. Don't. Um, <laughs> but, but my question is, if he was good enough to go on the bench today, do we see Gio Reyna in some capacity on Friday? And also, does Brendan Aronson start? Now, that's not fair because when the lineup came out, I said I would would not have started Weya. I would have gone Aronson. Hey, fantastic finish on that goal. I think that a lot that gets very underrated on the because of the, all it was the talk outside of the boot the with up. power. It was really oh, good, classy, really classy yeah, finish. Really um, and and through basically through the keeper, right? So it wasn't necessarily like he went round him. So yeah, I, fine. Um, but the, the thing is, what, yeah, the U.S. will have Aronson to play different. To be involved. Oh, oh my! How do you mean? How do you mean? Uh, they'll have to play different because they had the ball this game against England. They won't have the ball. Yes, right. Gotta go. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, so yeah, I mean, look, that's going to be it. I mean, uh, you know, not not a whole lot of action. We'll get into what the, the, the calamity and the nonsense of what the Qatar uh, World Cup has been. It's been a disaster so far, predictably. I almost. don't think so. They're um, they're Muslim from the fourth century. Why are you no, trying no, to bring no. them to on the, the ground century? itself? There's been problems with people getting tickets. Oh, okay. There's been nobody there. There are people chanting, "We want beer." <laughs> it's a shit show. But we knew it was going to be a shit show. But but we've got. Uh, Poland, Argentina, France, Denmark, we'll, Germany, we'll pick it all up Costa Rica, Spain, Belgium, all of these Wednesday, teams, countries whenever. are in action. We will come back to you probably on Thanksgiving night <laughs> to get you ready for the American Revolution Part 3. Yes. Okay. Part four. We'll pick it up later. That was the Squeaky right, One Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. We are the Football Wing of the Chop Sports Network. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Please find us on the Facebook group and find the WhatsApp link there and you can enjoy time with us and fight with Manny and the gang. Oh, it's so hot in Florida with a hat and a scarf on, but I'm doing it for you boys. I love you.